This episode is brought to you by Communications Training for Coffee Teams, a new Mapper Forward workshop tailored to get your team communicating more confidently to improve general mental health as well as business profitability. Click the link in the show notes for further details. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward, friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and this is episode three of our five-part series with my friend Khaled Al-Mullah. Khaled, in the previous episodes, we've been talking about the specialty coffee industry around the Middle East and in the UAE. Um, In this episode, we're going to kind of look at the importance of trade shows in this region, and in particular, World of Coffee Dubai. Folks, this episode is not sponsored by World of Coffee Dubai, although it may sound like it is, it really is not. Um, But World of Coffee Dubai has played a really important role in this region, hasn't it? It is, it is. Uh, it took us years to, you know, to bring World of Coffee to Dubai after many years of talks with the SEA. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are super happy and thrilled that uh, to have World of Coffee because uh, due to our experience, I have attended in World of Coffee in Dublin, in uh, Gothenburg, and mm-hmm. in Budapest. Uh, even other trade shows I attended in, uh, let's say, in Korea when they did the WBC and mm-hmm. uh, Africa, I attended in three countries as well. Wow. But uh, uh, yeah, Africa, I attended were in Uganda, in uh, Dar es Salaam, in Ethiopia, and Addis Ababa, the capital. Mm-hmm. Uh, each uh, trade show has its own uniqueness. Uh, so uh, basically, World of Coffee, uh, what I experienced, especially after merging uh, uh, between the Sky and Sky, the American and the European Association, mm-hmm. uh, the effort from the SEA was uh, really great because I saw how the way they embrace even other, you know, like AFCA, SAAJ, SAAI. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. and I saw the whole, you know, representative of coffee boards from around the globe Mm-hmm. Uh, you have education programs, you have seminars, you have workshops, uh, you have, you know, uh, presentation of uh, many exhibitors for all the coffee brands under one umbrella. It's a great platform for the industry, mm-hmm. you know, to uh, either from startup companies to, you know, be a major corporation to, you know, uh, to make your deal. And uh, it's considered like a magnet for the industry, let's say. Right. Okay, it's a world of coffee. And the importance, because the Middle East has a strategic position, especially, specifically in Dubai, uh, it gives a huge boost. Yes, the first edition was a challenging mm-hmm. uh, for all of us. Uh, it was, uh, of course, uh, during Corona, uh, by, uh, right. the pandemic, and it was the peak time of the Omicron. Right. So we thought that even airports were shutting down around the globe. And uh, yeah. we thought that uh, the event is going to be canceled. And many exhibitors who booked and uh, paid down payment, they canceled, which we uh, wow. already understand the government even supported. Yeah, yeah, it was a huge challenge uh, as well. That's why we went against all odds and we hosted the World of Coffee at Expo. And the reason mm-hmm. we did this, because you have the uh, great event like Expo, oh, all the countries' pavilion. Beautiful. And uh, it was a huge exposure and success from the first edition, despite nice. of the, all the challenges what we faced. Uh, 
happening the world of coffee in dubai of course this is the main uh, trade show considered in whole mina region mm-hmm. without any comparison mm-hmm. and uh, uh, whether it's they are if they are producers even for the producers it will be a perfect platform because the, uh, the world of coffee takes place in january mm-hmm. and and this is uh, you know at the time when the harvest has been finished and all everybody all the farmers they want to send their coffee and this is the best p- platform to be in and uh, confirming that statement that even the cupping room we had to squeeze you know so many companies and favorism to, wow. uh, to just to uh, to cup their coffee because they have their uh, many clients here in this part of the world and and uh, as a result of uh, of the second edition of world of coffee which uh, we're going to announce the, th- the third edition for 2024 we are doing two cupping room in different corners wow so th- that much demand so 100% even more and uh, not to mention about the uh, space is going to be uh, much bigger mm-hmm. so uh, three halls rosas village a huge interest for the rosas village even the companies so the companies who didn't participate they regret it and they say we ha- next year we have to be there and the companies who was in Brubar, they want to be in Rosas Village and in Rosas Village, they want to take exhibition space and uh, many other companies, they want to have, you know, a big position. Uh, the layout, I'm super happy for 2024. And uh, we, a good thing that we did the survey and we hear, you know, the feedback from all the customers and mm-hmm. exhibitors and the companies. And we took it uh, granted, uh, hopefully next year you will see something even much better and organized manner. Inshallah. And, you know, Inshallah. there's going to be a podcast there as, again as well. <laughs> Absolutely. You're always involved. <laughs> I, I know. No doubt about uh, it. <laughs> but we haven't told every, everyone on the podcast yet. So they don't know this is, you know, that it, it is going to happen. But, uh, we will be there next year. It's it's really good. Uh, seriously, Lee. I mean, even having your podcast uh, for the people who couldn't, you know, mm-hmm. attend the trade shows, it uh, gives you live interaction and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, feeding for the audience what's happening on the floor. And uh, and this is very important. Uh, yes, social media plays a big role, but, you know, sitting with the coffee professionals and t- talking to them for, uh, you know, one hour or more or less, and, but it gives a full overview of what's happening over there mm-hmm. in the industry. And once again, from Noah Adra and I, huge thank you to you and Fadi Akil um, for for having us and for Melissa Urtuswastigi for making the suggestion uh, after having met me at MICE. It it was just, it was a life-changing experience for me and for Noah. And uh, we're just so privileged to be coming back again to do it in January next year. Mm. It's really exciting. I have to thank you for being here. Thank you. Oh, and thank looking you. forward to see you in Athens as well. <laughs> yes, yes. That's going yes. to be exciting as well. Um, in the next episode, we're going to talk about the DMCC and we're going to talk about free zones. But before we do that, I want to I want to draw a correlation between uh, the businesses that come from outside to World of Coffee um, and they can't. They come from, you know, America or Australia or Europe or whatever, and they come to the trade shows, and they're coming to kind of explore whether they should do business in, um, in this region. 
When it comes to trade shows, what should people come looking for at something like World of Coffee Dubai? Uh, I always emphasize trade shows, a recognition of any, let's say, startup coffee brand mm-hmm. is a trade show. Yet the social media plays a role, but that's in consumer, I consider it. But this is where you conduct all your businesses in, and and it, it also it depends on which market you, you're hosting because right. you don't want to go to a B2C market and you have a, a huge product line you under manufacturing and so on. You want to put or position your company in a, a good platform that you make a big deal in it. Mm-hmm. I've seen many, like a couple of new product lines launched in the world of coffee Dubai and they already secured you know, a dis- a full distribution in some of the Middle East or some of them, mm-hmm. uh, you know, UAE and so on. So it's it's really good platform, uh, not only for, uh, you know, startup uh, companies, even for the existing companies to, mm-hmm. you know, launch the uh, best new products, uh, innovation products. If they have a coffee machine, grinders or coffee accessories to display it over there and, you know, to demonstrate these machines, it has to be interactive, you know, with the audience mm. and uh, whoever are uh, distributing, even the customers, uh, whether it's uh, airline or hotels or hospitality or cafes are using these machines. So part of it, it plays a big role in the sales or launching a new uh, product. Mm-hmm. And other part uh, to get uh, to the customers, even your customer gets familiar with the uh, new innovative uh, machines right. as well to upgrade the markets as well. So, so for me, the three shows is always important, uh, especially for you know companies, new innovations, and you know presenting your product line over mm-hmm. there. And not to mention, uh, it's the experience. You know, even <sighs> to the simple barista, you know, yeah. hearing, you know. You have a giant manufacturer machine and you hear him barista using his machine and coming, giving his feedback and experience, mm. you know, whether it's uh, extraction or whether it's, you know, grind size or, uh, you know, uh, all these, uh, you know, feedbacks is very important. The manufacturer needs to listen to, to it as well. So Trecho plays all this role and not to mention about, you know, the, all the conferences and the education program which takes place mm. uh, during the uh, trade show as well. Yeah, so, and the panel discussions. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, when uh, you gave me the great honour of walking me around the floor, uh, you and Fadi took me around the floor after the whole trade show had finished because I didn't get a chance to walk the floor. What was really, really beautiful was to hear all the exhibitors as they were packing down and hear their delight at how much business they had done. At I mean, which is the whole success marker of a trade show. That's what you're there for is to do trade and to build relationships for trade. And uh, it was really beautiful to see how that really landed very well um, And I'm excited about watching, given that next year is going to be bigger, I'm excited about watching what happens. And hopefully our podcast is going to bring more people who, you know, want to do more trade in in the region. Uh, But it's so exciting to see that. I I wanted to ask you, what what did it feel like for you? 
Actually, uh, that was important information for me, not uh, from the second edition, even first edition. Mm -hmm. uh, I went personally asked many companies, did you make deals? How was mm -hmm. it? It was good? It was bad? Or, you know, did you, at least companies, they did, uh, you know, three deals, if it's not mm -hmm. um, many big deals, which it was in the first edition. Second edition, yes, uh, it was exceptional. Uh, and that is the kickoff and uh, we see you see the potential, you know, for rebooking for the companies and uh, mm -hmm. demand is there. That means uh, for us, I always emphasize even to Trade Center, the DX feedback team, uh, Fadi and the team, that make sure that each company make a good deal. So provide the platform for them. If you're bringing a producer, bring a customer to them, bring a trade finance company to them. So you provide the uh, finance. Even here, we are talking for next year, logistically, we don't want to put the burden on the company to come, you know, to he feels uh, to do the, you know, the build up. Don't mention, uh, not to mention about the logistics cost, mm. which come, you have to bring all the machines and display it over there. Uh, we are in talks even with the logistic company, which linked with the Dubai World Trade Center as well. We might uh, do something, uh, you know, with the logistics prices. Mm -hmm. So we want to give, you know, a seamless access to have a to come to, uh, to trade show and make a business with yeah, a much uh, you know with the lowest cost as well one point i want to mention about mm -hmm. uh, this is a signature which i always do on the trade show which is i have to show the cultural part of coffee okay so this is beautiful folks it's really yes, really beautiful I i know so uh i've been doing this you know the signature with uh, uh, the presentation or protocol serving Arabic coffee. It's always mm -hmm. a person sitting over there serving coffee and uh, uh, Ethiopian, the Ethiopian coffee ceremony as well. All mm -hmm. uh, the every core, uh, even this year, it was the countries uh, from uh, Dominican Republic uh, and uh, from uh, where, Costa Rica and Guatemala, thanks mm -hmm. to Melissa, she arranged, of course, uh, yeah. from this arrangement and others who was involved, uh, only providing a small space for them, but you saw the ambassadors and all the, all the officials of these mm -hmm. countries attended over there from Kenya as well. So this, you know, it's very important to show the cultural part of coffee. Mm. You know, these... Uh, let's say uh, countries been consuming <clears throat> coffee for so many years, but it's not been introduced in the world. Mm -hmm. of, let's say the cultural part of this country, and uh, I've been uh, doing this for so many years. But uh, I was super happy to see it even in the world of coffee. And if you're an exhibitor, usually you end up with this amazing date cake. <laughs> <laughs> Khalid brings everyone. It's a beautiful tradition, but it's uh, it's it's really amazing. Um, we are going to, in the next episode, folks, we're going to talk about something really interesting, which is the free zone and the the DMCC, which is a really really interesting subject. That uh, if you are thinking of coming to the Middle East and bringing your business over here, the DMCC may be something that you really really want to think about so uh, join us for the next episode folks peace love and peanut butter have an amazing rest of your day 
Thanks for tuning in, friends. There are two ways you can support this podcast. Firstly, become a paid member of our YouTube channel. Secondly, you can join our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. Both have options for exclusive ad-free content and early release content. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. The Daily Coffee Pro is produced by Map It Forward and the music you're listening to is called Run 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 off of my album Laundry After Midnight. To get older episodes of this podcast, as well as more information on Map It Forward, head to mapitforward.coffee. You can find links and more information in the show notes below.